Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Welcome to On Mic with Jordan Rich, where conversation is alive and well with creative people who have a lot to say, a lot to offer, and a lot to construct. <laughs> Today, a lady with a dream job. Her name is Carrie McBride, and she was recently named as one of two assistant master model builders for the indoor Lego playground at the Lego Discovery Center in Somerville, Massachusetts. Carrie is quite creative. She had to participate and win the Brick Factor 2023 competition in Boston back in February. Well, she won it, and now she's having a great time inspiring kids of all ages, kids like me who love Legos. So let's talk with this Lego master as we welcome Carrie McBride and invite her to join us on mic. The first question has to be, when did you first hold a Lego and start to build a Lego? I'm not sure if there's a surprise answer here or not, but when, when did the Lego experience begin for you, Carrie? Uh, it might surprise some people to find out I've only been building for about three years. It that, <laughs> started during the pandemic. That is a shockeroo because you're such a pro. Tell me how it happened. <laughs> Tell me how you got into it. So my best friend uh, in California, he and I, uh, you know, do all kinds of different activities together. He got into Lego uh, as kind of like a, you know, therapy to, to do on days off, you know, something that that he could do to entertain himself. Uh, I went over to his house and he let me start building a little bit and he saw that I was able to do like an entire side of, of one of his ships. And he's like, how did you do that so fast? And I was like, I don't know. And then the next thing I know, he was partnering with about six of my friends and they all chipped in. And my birthday that year, I got the UCS Millennium Falcon and I put it together in about four days. That's incredible. So you're like a Rubik's Cube uh, person who can just figure things out that way. You have had a career, a very extensive career in creative arts, working for Disney and so forth. So this is sort of in your blood to be this kind of person, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love helping people through different mediums, right? Because mm -hmm. not everybody learns the same way. Not everybody gets engaged the same way. So being able to have different experiences for people to be engaged, like visually or auditorily, is, is incredibly interesting to me. So when this opportunity came about, it just felt like a different type of way that I could uh, help people learn through play. More on you in just a moment, but let's back up a little bit and talk about the Lego concept. I mean, I've stepped on a few of them when, when I've been in the middle of the night <laughs> heading to the uh, bathroom, of course, but I love the concept. And uh, I know it's a foreign concept, but it's, it's swept America. Give us a little background on Lego and what, what it's all about. Yeah, so, I mean, Lego is incredible, right? They started out actually making wooden uh, toys uh, way, way, way back. And it, as a matter of fact, um, the uh, tribute to Lego House, which was a gift was purchased not long ago, and one of the things they had in there was the, their most popular toy, which was a wooden duck, but of course they made it out of Lego. Um, the, the whole concept is amazing. They, like I just said, they want people to learn through play. Uh, building blocks give a, a lot of things to both like mm. kids and 
they help uh, senior citizens with, you know, uh, dexterity, you know, as, you know, you get a bit more diminished. Uh, it helps you be able to help uh, with memory and just motor function. It's, it's such a, a basic concept, if you think about it, that is just brought to life all of this creativity and imagination and has all of this basis in engineering, science, um, it's to me, it's just incredible. The more I learn ab- about Lego, the more I get involved with Lego, uh, the more I really appreciate them, not just as a toy, uh, but as a tool for, for being able to, um, to add to my life and wow. add to everything that makes me, me. Before I got into Legos, back in the day, as we say, I was building models, you know, spaceships and and planes and cars, the old-fashioned way with glue and decals, and they're, they're still around. <laughs> but what made Lego so impressive was it was accessible to anybody, and it wasn't, it, well, it was messy if you didn't pick up your pieces, but it wasn't messy <laughs> as it was building models. It's become a phenomenon, no question about it. So let's get back to you. I love the story of the competition that yes, that won you factor. that won you your assistant uh, master craftsman position. How did that work out? Tell us about that. Uh, of all things, it was my realtor that told me about it. <laughs> Really? When we were looking, when my husband and I were looking for a house uh, here in, in Massachusetts, um, you know, we didn't know much about the area. We found a wonderful realtor. She found us this great house, and she knew that I wanted a basement as a Lego room. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the qualifications, was that we had to have a Lego room. Uh, and so when she heard about Brick Factor, she was like, hey, you know, glad you're doing well in your new house. Did you hear about this contest? And I was like, I didn't. Uh, I applied on Friday. They interviewed me on Saturday. And on Tuesday, I was at Brick Factor uh, building with, uh, with 15 other people. Now, this is kind of like Jeopardy. They don't just let anybody in the door. You have to, how did you qualify? Well, there was definitely like an interview process. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a lot of background, obviously, with Disney and, you know, customer, like, forward-facing uh, interactions. So uh, that was really what through me to them. Uh, and then we had like a standard interview, you know, what are, what are your goals? Um, you know, what do you think about our company values? Uh, what, you know, do you see, where do you see yourself in five years? That kind of thing where, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that it was not just a good fit for the company, but a good fit for me as well. Uh, before I ever even got to Brick Factor to start building. Brick Factor is how you get this gig. And did you think at the time, uh, my whole life is going to change? Not only am I moving to Boston, but I'm, <laughs> I'm moving to become a Lego master? Or was it just a, no. a fluky kind of thing? Say, hey, I'll go for it. What the heck? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't actually planning on getting a full-time job. I'm still in school. I'm trying to finish my second degree. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll... I'll get a job, you know, like, you know, do something Hmm. part-time, like just to make money on the side. So I actually freelance at um, TD Garden, um, and I'm doing tech there. And I was like, oh, but this Brick Factor thing might be fun. That could be cool. (laughs) And then once they were like, so if you win, uh, you get offered a full-time job. Are you good with that? And I was like... I think I could make that work. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine playing and getting paid for it and uh, having fun and teaching at this. Everything rolled into one. It's a beautiful opportunity for you at this point. Uh, I, I have to ask you about the competition, and I was reading about it. Um, 
uh, you teamed up with one individual in one of the legs of the competition to make something very Boston, actually extremely Boston, the famous Sitco sign, which, which shines brightly above Fenway Park. And again, we'll have to explain this because this podcast goes all over the world. Mike's Pastry. Everybody knows what a Mike's Pastry <laughs> box looks like. In this competition, did you have the option to be creative and come up with something of your own? Is that what it was or were they assigned to you? Uh, so the, it was it was just something Boston. Okay. And I had actually practiced at home, and I had a whole plan, and, and I knew what I was going to do, and I, I knew what I was going to build because they gave us, like, the assignment beforehand. It's got to be something Boston. And I didn't know anything about Boston because I'd only been here for a few months. So I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I got it. And then they said, okay, so you're going to partner up and – it has to be related. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> huh. Because I, I didn't know anything about Boston. So actually, my partner was like, let's do logos. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know any logos here in Boston. You're from Arizona. What would you know um, about us and our crazy logos? But you picked two of the best. And look, just for the audience's sake, Sitco Sign has shown, and it was almost uh, done away with, and then fans uh, rallied to support the idea that it would not go away. It's a big, triangular, red, white, and blue sign. And... Tell us about Mike's pastry. Actually, you can tell us about the pastry itself if you want. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I didn't know anything about Mike's pastry uh, until briefly, actually, because, I again, working at TD Garden, they have a Mike's pastry there, and I tried their uh, their lobster cream puff, mm. and it, it just it, it changed my life. Like <laughs> It usually does. <laughs> I, it, you... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't realize how serious uh, Boston was about about how Mike's Pastries was the best pastries, but I'll, I'll stand by that. That's actually yeah. accurate. They're, they're headquarters in the North End, and you can see people, mainly tourists, flocking to and fro with their Mike's Pastry boxes. That's awesome. So let's bring it up to the present. So what is your job now at the Discovery Center, which is a great spot? I've been there. So much fun, so much activity for the kids. It's located in Somerville, just outside of Boston. What does your day-to-day uh, role entail? Well, the good news is I have an incredible team. So there is a lot of us balancing each other out. Uh, so uh, sometimes I'm teaching classes where we go step-by-step. Step. We design our own class so that it's something that unique that kids can't find anywhere else. Kids and adults alike, actually. Um, and then once they sit down, we go through. Not only do we talk about this design, but we talk about techniques that you can use at home. We talk about Lego facts. Things that people don't know, like the individual pieces, all have names. Hmm. You know, every single individual piece that you play with has a name attached to it, and a lot of people don't know that. We, we also show people how to use the brick separator so that you stop, like, breaking your fingernails and trying to bite pieces off. Oh, my God. I didn't know that existed, Carrie. I didn't know one of those. Oh, wow. Every set, $50 and above. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they all have names. What, what would these names be uh, like? Yeah, so my favorite one to tell the kids is snot bricks. <laughs> uh, like the stuff that comes out of your nose. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's where your studs, which is those little bumps that you find on top of all the Lego, when the studs are on the side, um, it's called snot because it's studs not on top. <laughs> that's that's dad humor. That's why I'm laughing. I love that it kind of stuff. It very much is. Yeah. No. As a matter of fact, uh, we also have uh, we plan a lot of uh, adult nights uh, and other events. Uh, we have a great walk for St. Jude coming up September 23rd, and so we created the um, the childhood cancer awareness uh, ribbon. 
And we also created uh, some baby shoes, like little baby shoes out of Lego since it's a walk run. Um, so we do stuff like that for special events. And then adult nights are fantastic. It's where adults get to come in and be the kids, right? And we have adult-style competitions and challenges that are, are definitely a little bit more challenging. Uh, so we get, to, we get to do, like, creative stuff all day, every day. That it's is, amazing. That is awesome. Now, you uh, work with, I don't want to say under, but with master model builder Sean Martin. So you're, you're a Jedi, but he's the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the group? Yes. We are his Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what's his background? Where is he from? Is he a local guy or what? So, so uh, from Florida, um, mm-hmm. and uh, he's been uh, up here for a few years now, uh, went to graduate school, uh, met his beautiful wife uh, up here, or not, not up here, but uh, um, met his beautiful wife in graduate school, or mm-hmm. yeah, graduate school. And then um, they uh, are just, and both of them are just incredible people, and Sean especially, like, has a background in publishing and knows a lot about, like, just great forward-facing, has a lot of great tips about how to interact with people, especially of all ages, and being able to create, like, a more, like, school-centric teaching environment. It's very nurturing, uh, which is phenomenal for me, because coming from the world of tech, which is very cutthroat. Mm. <laughs> And going into an environment that's very nurturing is is actually quite a quite a fun twist. <laughs> it, it's really interesting uh, how the concept of building blocks, which is as old as the pyramids, has become so hip and so cool and so easy to work with. And getting back to what it does for little minds, for kids, the idea of mm-hmm. strengthening their desire to learn science, geometry, I mean, any kind of design work requires thinking, and that's what you probably see on a daily basis. Yeah, we have a lot of competitions around here. We just had a Dino Day competition where we encourage the kids uh, to actually like come to the center or at home uh, and build their best dino, and then um, we picked a, a, a favorite dino uh, creation, mm. and uh, that child got four tickets to the Dino Safari attraction and four tickets here to the Discovery Center. Um, for me personally, we do fun build challenges, so I like design a lot of mine around engineering. We have this thing I do called the Ninja Drop, where uh, I put on the little Ninjago swords, and I go out there and I encourage kids to learn how to build a strong box and hide their minifigure in that box, and then we drop it from various heights to show them like the type of engineering that goes into like you know kind of like your egg drop that you did in high school. Yes, but or, with Lego or David Letterman's uh, crazy pet tricks and other things when he dropped out watermelons <laughs> yes. off the top of a building. That's really really yeah. cool. So there's really no end to the creative possibilities, is what you're saying. Yes, and we try yeah. different things all the time. We have a lot of a lot of different challenges that we try to really push the kids to use their creativity and imagination. And of course, Lego ideas is the ultimate. Uh, challenge in creativity and imagination where people can submit their ideas of Lego sets that they want to see be made into real life. People can vote on them, and then after they get 10,000 votes, it goes into a competition, and those people actually have their sets made. Uh, the Hocus Pocus mm. set that just came out uh, not too long ago was a Lego idea. Somebody said, I really love Hocus Pocus, and that should be a set, and enough people voted on it, and it became a set. It's it's incredible how the personalities of individual personalities can come out in uh, structured blocks that are so beautifully designed. 
and I've seen everything from The Godfather to uh, Star Wars, of course. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, if I were to be invited to your home and visiting your basement, how many Lego pieces would I be encountering and how many pieces constructed are we talking about roughly? Uh, so currently <laughs> constructed, I just recently did this number. I have 206 sets. 206 sets. My goodness. Actually and, constructed. And, are and then you, I have about 80 that still need to be constructed. And then I have somewhere around 15,000 bricks of bulk that I still uh, am going through. And what's your husband? Does he uh, involve himself in this process or what? <laughs> Absolutely not. He is very happy for me, <laughs> but uh, he would rather uh, play video games uh, while I build. And he actually loves to see all of the different things that that I can come up with. And he's very encouraging, uh, but he does not want to build himself. He <laughs> he much rather play some video games. Well, listen, and if he's you are happy that we have a Lego room, <laughs> I was going to say this is your woman cave. You got to get down there and do that. I, what's really impressive, though, is that you found something and people, millions of people have found something that is not only educational, but may I dare say meditational. There's something about like a crossword or a jigsaw puzzle or something. It's figuring things out and putting them together and coming up with a creation. That's really terrific. Absolutely. What is the most interesting of designs that you've seen or put together in the last six months? A particular pop culture reference or something? What's out there? Um, for adult night, we had a decade theme and I wanted to come up with something that I thought would make adults laugh. And so I came up with misheard lyrics made out of Lego. (laughs) I love that as an old DJ. I know all about that. What's an example of something? Uh, so I did, uh, of course the classic lemon on a pear. So I did that, um, for John Bon Jovi's Living on, Living a, prayer. on a Prayer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. I had uh, a little mini mini, uh, mini figure that looked like Justin Timberlake changing a calendar from April to May um, <laughs> <laughs> for It's Gonna Be May, uh, Me uh, in the NSYNC song, but of course everybody uses that at the beginning of May. Uh, but my personal favorite uh, was I took two of the large creator dogs uh, that's a set that they have out right now. Mm-hmm. And then I put a little minifigure holding a heart. And that one was, I like big mutts and I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Very good. You uh, you have yep. a very fine, very pun-oriented <laughs> sense of humor. I think you have to have that. One more, one more thing about Legos, and then I want you to talk about the Discovery Center one more time. And that is the fact that it's so hip. It's They've created some films based on Lego characters, popular, but critics love them. I mean, to pull that off, that's impressive. Well, in, if you think about it, like all of the different, um, you would, let's just take like Lego Friends, for example, um, they're encouraging, uh, you know, different backgrounds and um, those with disabilities and bringing that forward and making it, making it like, you know, normal. It's, it's something that we can talk mm. about. It's something that... You know, um, they just came out with, like, Autumn uh, is a friend uh, who has a limb difference. And they have, you know, different characters that are non-binary. And making it something so that, you know, kids can have these conversations and feel comfortable in their own skin and feel comfortable with who they are without any sort of, you know, judgment because they can see themselves. They, they see the representation. Um, and then you have things like Lego Dreams, uh, which is, again, one of the newer series that talks about, like, when you go into your dreams and the, 
and the challenges that you face and the fears that you have. And um, it, it really brings something that like kids don't necessarily know how to articulate yet and, and brings it so that kids can relate to it and they can identify with it and they can point that out and maybe start a discussion without realizing they're starting a discussion. Right. So it, it's really a wide swath of culture that Legos encounter and cover just by being there, but it prompts all kinds of discussion and creativity. So before we close out, let's talk about the Discovery Center, the one that you're at, which is just outside of the city of Boston in Somerville at the Assembly Square area, which is a beautiful area. What's it all about for people who have not yet been? It's incredible. It's engaging. There are so many different colors. Uh, There are so many different spaces for kids to play in whatever way they want to play. We have a soft play area for kids who, of course, want to run around and get that energy out, all Lego themed, the police academy. There's a laser maze where you can run through and you try to avoid the lasers. Um, There is a giant ride called Kingdom Quest where you want to save the princess and save the baby dragon uh, by, uh, you know, shooting all the little targets and everything. There's a minifig creator so you can actually make a minifig that looks like you and walk around the center and take lots of interactive photo spots with that minifigure. So it's almost like your minifigure takes a journey around the center itself. We have a build-in scan where you can build a rocket and then scan it in, and it actually becomes live on the screen, and you can interact with it and play with it and play games. Um, we have, of course, our Miniland shows not just uh, Mini Boston. So there's a mini TD Garden and a mini Capitol building, but there's also a new fantastical side that really engages children's imagination. Uh, we also have, of course, the workshop, which I'm very particular about, where you can meet a master model builder and learn all these new techniques and be able to ask all of those questions you've always wanted to ask a master model builder, you know? Uh, the creative club, where we have a new challenge every day, the 40 cinema, and then my personal favorite, because I'm very attached to the little ones, is we now have a Duplo park, where the two to five-year-olds can actually come and be able to slide and ride and play with Duplo in a safe environment while all their, their siblings are playing in, you know, with the Lego bricks. It's, it's just such an amazing place where, regardless of what age you are, there's something for everyone. And parents really have been getting into it with their kids and sitting on the floor and building cars with them. And it becomes a real family affair uh, that you wouldn't necessarily get all the time with all the busyness you have at home. You sum it up beautifully, and I can tell over the phone how excited you are to be doing what you're doing. So, uh, Carrie, so nice to meet you, so nice to chat with you, and uh, to actually talk to somebody who's created the Millennium Falcon in four days. (laughs) I don't think Han Solo could have found a space merchant to do that in four years, but thank you so much for joining me and for sharing a little bit of the Lego magic with us all. Thank you so much, and have a brick-tacular day. And I thought I had a dream job. She's Carrie McBride, and she's an assistant master model builder at the Lego Discovery Center in Somerville, Massachusetts. Wherever you are, you will find Legos. And that's a cool thing. Thank you for subscribing and downloading the podcast. Your ratings and reviews keep piling up, and we appreciate it. Go to jordanrich.com for much more. And remember, dear friends, to always be well so you can do good. Take care.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.